Welcome to the I Give a F1 podcast. I'm Allison. And I'm Lynette. And we're here to talk about the latest news in Formula One. Hey guys. Hey, Lynette. Hello. <laughs> we are coming to you off the heels of the Azerbaijan GP. Mm-hmm. And what do we have yeah. to say about it, folks, <laughs> other than it was boring, boring, boring? Yeah. A little <laughs> uneventful. Yeah, um, we'll but, be lucky if we get y'all a 35 minute yeah. <laughs> podcast out of this today. We were talking about it earlier. Like, it's OK if it's not an hour. Yeah, but at least we have Sprint to talk about. And um, yeah, at least that. <laughs> yeah, and Miami coming up next week. So, yes, excited for Miami, mm-hmm. which I will not be going to. Oh, but I can't believe it. <laughs> I know. It's so sad. Um, OK, so how do we get this whole weekend started? I feel like from the get go. Coming into this week after we've had a month off of no Formula One racing to then go into free practice with tons of teams getting upgrades. It just seemed to me like a hodgepodge of a mess. Like (laughs) we kind of knew some things were not going to be working out for some of these teams with Mm -hmm. their upgrades because you only get one practice session to kind of fix all the kinks to these cars. And not only that, but the drivers just get their one practice session. You know, they haven't really been out there in no. a month. And, and then they're and going for track, the sprint shootout like yeah. the next day. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it was, I think we all kind of expected more chaos to ensue than actually did on race yeah, day. me too. So, so maybe that's why everybody was kind of like a little let down. That there was not that much action on Sunday. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Not enough safety cars or or something (laughs) like that. Not enough DRS trains. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I guess we'll just go right into it. Mm. We kind of wanted to structure this one a little different this week. Let's just get to the fun stuff. Talk about the interesting things from the weekend. And we also asked y'all some questions about some of the drama that happened (laughs) off the track. And we were curious what your take was. So we'll talk about that too. Mm -hmm. So first of all, how did you like this format, this new sprint format and the qualifying on Friday? So I actually, I enjoyed it. Um, I thought it was, it was a lot of action um, as a viewer, but I could see why probably teams and drivers were a bit Mm -hmm. put off by having to, you know, go for it the whole entire weekend. so yeah, I mean, I I actually really enjoyed it. I just wish there had been a bit more, a bit more something, mm-hmm. something. I wasn't too crazy about it, mostly because on Friday, I didn't get to watch qualifying till yeah. really late, just because you know it was early in the morning, and then it's Friday, like we were busy, we had things to do, and then by the time I got to watch, I mean. I usually try to stay off Instagram for when you, I don't it's the watch. morning races. And yeah. And so I halfway throughout the day, I was like, well, I'm just going to get on and maybe I'll like not see anything. But it Y'all, was the Lynette first thing that popped me up. on like, what was it? Saturday, Saturday. morning. Oh I God, still haven't seen it. seen it. Yeah. And and I'm sure that happened to a lot of people because, you know, a lot of people have to work Fridays. Yeah. You know, school things are going on. So. So, yeah, I didn't like that part. But um, Sunday was. Kind of nice because you get like qualifying and then a little race back to back. But I'm still not a fan of of the sprint. And yeah, I don't know. Well, you represent you and I both represent our viewers Mm -hmm. because we actually took a poll to ask you guys (laughs) (laughs) if you enjoyed the sprint race 
weekend format or not. And we had exactly 50-50. So 50% of y'all said, yes, you liked it. And 50% of you said, no, you didn't like it. So I would say like, I would veer more on the yes side and Lynette probably veers a little bit more on the no side. (laughs) So we're all here on this together. It's great. (laughs) Yeah. And also, um, I don't know, the qualifying format and then maybe, maybe like if the sprint race had more points or like more people got points, points, not just the eight, like, I feel like they need to do something more because yeah, it's was like such a big deal, you know, sprint race, the shootout. And you only get eight points. Exactly. And But that eight points could be very beneficial to whoever is at the end. (laughs) Not to say that it will be max, but if it were like a Sergio and they were coming up, Mm -hmm. you know, neck and neck to the end of the season. But then for the the guys in the back, I feel like it's just more... Okay, pra- another practice session. Pour one out for happening. the guys in the back. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So let's. Uh, you want to do a little rundown of what yeah, happened? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's just get a, get this race week over with <laughs> yeah. so that we can move on. <laughs> so practice, we really didn't have much happen other than well, actually, there was a lot. Yeah, of things that happened. <laughs> Sorry, I'm thinking of the overall weekend, but Gasly started out with that engine failure and that was insane. Okay, first of all, what was happening? Because I, I know you didn't see it, but they had Gasly running, like the lap had started and his engine failed. And then there was literally smoke and fire coming out of the back of his car. And they were like, oh, stay in this shift. Like, just try to make it to the pits. And I'm like, Dude, you're literally doing more damage to the car by driving it like that than you would just pulling off to the side. Yeah. So and putting him in danger, like it's on fire and smoke. Like the first thing you want to do is get out of the car. Yeah. And so they had him driving for like almost the full lap until he finally pulled off it because they were like, okay, it's time to get out. But like I was just so confused. I feel like that's the theme of the weekend. Just keep your car messes up. Just keep driving. Try to make it all the way. Yeah, because he wasn't the only one. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, there's more of that that happened for sure. But um, so then I think everyone at Alpine was sort of like, ooh, like, does this, is this a problem that Ocon is going to see as well? So he ended up going in and getting his car checked. And honestly, I, I don't think, I don't remember if they did or not, but I don't think he went back out in his car after that. Um, if he did, it was just for a very short amount of time at the end. So we also had Yuki, you know, he got a puncture in his tire. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Kevin Magnuson also had to pull off to the side. So there was a lot of, you know, pulling off issues with the cars. I mean, we're a month out of not racing. You bring all these upgrades to your car, you're mm-hmm. bound to have some issues. Yeah, And it just, it was not I'm sure it wasn't easy for the teams having those issues and having to bring in the car and not having like an FP2 to really work out the kinks mm. that they had seen in in practice one. So, yeah, it was over and all just an interesting morning for them. Yeah. So I wonder <laughs> if that's what people were expecting throughout the whole weekend, throughout the sprint race. And, yes. And the actual race, like having a lot of issues. Yeah, there was a lot of chaos yeah. for sure. <laughs> And then, so we go to qualifying. Right. And let's see, let's look at the... So we had DeVries out on the first flying lap in Q1. Okay. Which, guys, I need to just, like, rewind the tapes. Like, <laughs> we got to go back because I feel like I need to change my, my predictions for DeVries now. I had so much faith 
for him going into this season. And yeah. like, man, he has like screwed the pooch. I know. I, w- I wonder, like, what do you think it is? Like the pressure or I, like maybe he's being I too think it's hard the pressure. on himself. I think it's the pressure, especially after having that race in Monza, you know, as as a non F1 driver coming mm-hmm. in at Williams, having a great race. And then people have all these expectations for you coming in. I just don't think that he is handling the pressure well. And I feel like, unfortunately for him, if he's not making improvements by like the next few races, like he's on the chopping block, 100%. Yeah, yeah I don't, so I don't sad. see, I, know, <laughs> I don't see him coming back if he doesn't. Come on, Nick. I just, want, I just want you to be like <laughs> in Monaco driving your moke and <laughs> doing <moke>. well. <laughs> yeah, so we had DeVries was out mm-hmm. and then Gasly, Sonoda, Botas. So the way that it happened in, in Q1 was that DeVries, Gasly, Magnuson, Hulkenberg, and I think maybe it was Joe, they were all out. Mm-hmm. But then as the day progressed, you know, Ocon got penalized. Yeah. And so did, um, who else got penalized and had to start in the pit lane? Um, Hulkenberg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So interesting. Yeah. There. And then um, talking about Sargent and his crash, you you kept mentioning like, what if something happens? You know, not only, I guess you were talking about on the sprint, like what if something happens, the car, you know, they crash the car and they have to try and fix it in, in, in enough time, time for the race. So, but this one, he crashed in qualifying and he didn't even get to make it to the sprint because it was like back to back pretty much. And he crashed in the sprint quali, right? Mm-hmm. And then he couldn't, but race he couldn't do the race in the, in yeah. the sprint race. So, yeah. you know, because there just wasn't enough time to, to fix it. And so if, yeah. I mean, he could have maybe gotten points in the in the sprint. I mean, maybe not, but still, it could have been any other uh, team also that crashed and didn't have enough time right. to take part in the sprint race. So that's, I think, another thing the teams might look at and say, hmm, we don't like the same day mm-hmm. race and qualifying mm-hmm. action. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Did you find that McLaren was looking good? Oh, yeah. 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 I think so. I think they've taken a step forward with whatever, whatever upgrades, upgrades they've, they've got. got. Things are getting better. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think, um, they were the ones with the biggest improvement from the teams in the, you know, in the back. Yeah, I definitely think so. And I feel like Alfa Romeo is just sitting there yeah. right at the caboose, just <laughs> stinking it up for everybody mm. to watch. Yeah. Doesn't look good for them. No, not at all. If anything, I feel like they just keep taking steps back, not yeah. forward or not think, even like staying the same. I think through quality, uh, throughout quality and throughout practice, a lot of people were looking at um, Alpha Tauri and hoping that they would be able to mm. do well at this race just based off of the circuit and how their car was ri- driving on it. And it looked like Tsunoda was going to do really well, um, at least over throughout the weekend, because in qualifying, he ended up in the what was it? Top 10. He was an eighth for qualifying. Yeah, regular qualifying. Yeah, so for... <laughs> Sorry, so, I have like all these I know, qualifying. Well, which quality are we talking about? I totally get it. Um, okay, so for quality, he ended up in eighth, and I thought that was really great. You know, it was kind of showing that Alpha Tauri had some pace mm-hmm. and that maybe they would get a good result um, in the actual race. And I think a lot of people were hoping that DeVries would be able to kind of at least Do take it to his partner. Yeah. yeah. But um, anyway, dead last in quality for... Debris 20th. (laughs) And then we had Lewis Hamilton in fifth, which Mm -hmm. I thought was interesting. It was kind of showing maybe Mercedes. Yeah. And and George was 
I was kind of surprised with that, that he didn't do, he wasn't up there with him. Right. For the, he was for the qualifying in 11th. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I don't know if maybe he was still getting a feel for the car or what was happening there, but yeah, Hamilton uh, ended up fifth on the grid for, for Sunday. Oh, and then also, um, I felt like it was pretty clear and apparent that like Ferrari had taken a step yeah, up. Can, can we talk I, about I, Ferrari? I know, we haven't mentioned that. We yeah. thought they had taken a step up. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that you, there's definitely the improvements are like, it's showing that everything that they worked on this month is working. Um, I mean, obviously during, during the race, I mean, that, that Red Bull is just, they just don't have the pace, but at least they're back at, you know, winning qualifying and back on the podium. Uh, so, well, and I feel like Leclerc really thrives in these like city, these street circuits. Mm -hmm. He's just, especially at Baku, like he just seems to be, you know, one of those, those drivers who's very comfortable there and, he showed it throughout mm-hmm. all of qualifying and he had that one lap pace that could really just take it from anybody. But unfortunately that didn't, didn't pull through yeah. <laughs> for the weekend. But <laughs> so moving into, do you want to get into Saturday? Yeah, let's get into the sprint day, the sprint day. So with the sprint shootout, that was basically going to be determining the grid for the sprint race. Mm -hmm. So I found it curious because on some of the commentary for F1, they were talking about how strategic placement or usage of your tires was going to help you in your plan throughout the weekend. Because, you know, each team's only allowed to bring X amount of tires, you know, soft, Mm -hmm. medium, and hard. Some drivers were taking, were keeping some soft, some drivers were keeping some mediums on hand. And um, it was interesting because Yuki and Norris, um, Yuki and Lando, ran so many softs on the first day that if they happened to have made it to Q3 in the sprint shootout, Mm -hmm. like the sprint quali, they wouldn't have been able to race in it. Yeah. Which, Which Lando did make it to Q3. Yeah. So, And then we had the sprint race, which we knew Logan wasn't going to be in. We had a first lap. Was it first lap or second lap incident with George and Max? Um, first. Okay. No, I think it was like the second or third. Okay. Going it into was the third. at the very beginning mm-hmm. of the race. George yeah. put, put a huge turn to (laughs) into this into the side pot of max and then we had yuki's tire go rolling yeah that shot of it's just like going and rolling (laughs) rolling down the racetrack (laughs) and then leclerc um leclerc you said had a good start so yeah he had a good start um and after that uh max and george like situation that happened there um <laughs> which we'll get so into. Perez passed ended up passing Charles and I was like that whole time oh wow like Max can't can't pass um Charles that's really good yeah. for Ferrari and and then at the end when they like finally stop and there's this huge hole in the side of of Max's car I was like oh, oh well that's, that's why, why. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that explains that I I thought Ferrari was like really got it right this time yeah <laughs> So our, the, the top eight, do you have the top eight who got points for the sprint race? Yes. All right. So we have Perez, um, in first Mm -hmm. Charles, uh, Max, George, Carlos, Fernando, 
Lewis in seventh. And then we have Lance, Alex, and Oscar in 10th. Right. And yeah, just and the only top the eight. eight got, only the eight get the points. Right, right, right. So, yeah. So that was the... That was the uh, the sprint race. It was a very short, how many laps was it? 17? 17. Mm-hmm. 17 laps. And it was uneventful. Yeah. And, much. and your usual teams getting points. Right. Mercedes, Red Bull, Ferrari, and um, Aston Martin. <laughs> right. And I think the, obviously, the, uh, the news of the day <laughs> was... <laughs> When Max had a little chit chat with George after the race was over. Um, yeah. So did you see what was yeah. said? Let me just recap it for y'all in case, yeah. in case you actually, didn't see it. So I, I was watching it, but I didn't hear that last word. word D head. Until, you know, I was looking at I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I mean, you could tell he was just, he was just annoyed, you know. And it didn't even seem like, like angry or like, it was just like. He drove those last 15 laps, like just annoyed at what happened. Yep. Um, And yeah, it was just weird, you know, like. (laughs) Yeah. So we have in here quotes, you know, he said, mate, we, we all have no grips. We all need to give a little bit of space. And George says, I know, I know. And I think he said something along the lines of like, watch the. The, oh yeah, the Watch, cameras mm-hmm. back or whatever, just to like see his view. And Max said, "But expect it next time the same, you know." D head. <laughs> <laughs> I just cannot. Yeah. With Max. As George is walking away, and I think that's what bothered him even more. Yeah. That George was just not walking having away, it. ignoring he, him. Yeah. He was, and he was pretty far too. And he was still going. If he didn't have to do those interviews, I feel like he would have just continued following him. Honestly. It's par for the course with Max, yeah. let's be honest. I mean, that is him to a T. Mm-hmm. He never tries to be anything other than himself. Yeah. His colors have been shown many times. And yeah. here they are again. So <laughs> he's just a sore loser, in my opinion. But oops, <laughs> I didn't mean to say that. Um, so anyway, I think that was a little uncalled for, um, especially with the cameras right there. I mean, what did mm-hmm. he think? They weren't going to pick up that audio? Yeah. Like, let's be real. <laughs> Um, but you know, once again, just more drama that will be the headline for drive to survive next season. So, (laughs) but I, and I think that there was just nothing else going on that, and if like, if you think about it, okay, they've all been upset before and said things before, I think because he said the D head part that made it, that made it a little bit more, but other, other than that, I mean, it's just another time when drivers are like annoyed with with each other and upset but it's it like got turned into such a also because it's max yeah well (laughs) and i think that i think we can go ahead and just like clip one of our news articles out and place it here because he did double down on that he said to a dutch media outlet that uh Princess George was the uh, the reason that they got into that and that it was not Max's fault. So he is doubling down on his mm-hmm. uh, on his insults. Yeah. And I think that, you know, it's it's just honestly, come on, show a little bit of class. Mm-hmm. I just feel like you guys, you wonder why 
as drivers, you're like, why is everyone causing so much drama with all of this stuff that's not there? But like you are feeding it by mm. saying that stuff. And especially, not only, to the okay, media. fine. You got out of the car. You, it's in the moment you're upset, but now it's continue. Yeah. Go. Like, and then I wonder, okay, who are you really mad at? Were you mad at George? Or are you mad that Perez won? Yeah. And now you know that it's not going to be as easy. You're not going to run away with this championship this year, I feel like. And that's yeah. what he's worried about. Yeah. And I just think it's, it, he, he has made steps forward in the maturity, like you said. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But, definitely. I, but I still <laughs> So think, you can imagine how it was. <laughs> yeah. It seeps through in every, in mm. all different aspects. And it probably shows more in his weak moments, yeah. the immaturity level. Mm-hmm. And, um, and yeah, and so I just think that's that on that. But we did actually ask you guys, we polled you to see, are you team George or team Max? And who do you think won? <laughs> I'm going to go with team George. You are correct. So 58% of you said you were team George and 42% of you said you were mm. team Max. So I think uh, the proof is in the pudding there. Yeah. <laughs> Moving Whose right along. Whose fault do you think it was? I think it was, I I think it was, oh, like in the actual race. Yeah. Not, I, not what happened Yeah, after. which, yeah, I think, oh, you know, I think it's racing. Racing mm-hmm. will be racing. And I think that there's been plenty of times when Max has not left room for other drivers. And I think it's just a, it's a racing incident yeah (laughs) that doesn't need to be discussed further but yeah I mean I I get where he's coming from you know George didn't leave him a lot of room but he's done that several times to other drivers so (laughs) and I'm sure he will again yeah so uh yeah were you did you feel like it was George's fault there yes it was a racing incident but I think it was George's fault Mm -hmm. um Max was ahead yeah like a lot more ahead and um but they're also like if you look at it there really wasn't much room I mean maybe he could have like anticipated that Max was like right there and so he turned a little bit earlier but yeah I think it was a little bit George's fault fault. yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well and he was right to try to go and apologize for it but yeah (laughs) (laughs) didn't get much of an apology in So anyway, moving on, moving on, here we go into race day. So these drivers have just been racing, racing, racing all weekend. And then we get to race day and not much happens. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of DRS trains. Yeah. So Uh, Hulkenberg and Ocon kind of blocking the way for everybody on those hard tires. Yeah. Right. So they had started in the, in the pit lane and it seemed like everybody got off to a relatively easy start in the race. Yeah. And clean start. I was a little surprised that first turn that Oscar wall right had there. a little contact with, um, mm. who was it? He had a little contact with one of the drivers. Um, but nothing happened. Thankfully there weren't any punctures yeah. or anything like that. So the race went on and I think everyone was wondering when Leclerc was going to be passed yeah it was like he was a sitting duck yeah it we all knew it was coming (laughs) so yeah so um so he lost first place um in lap four Mm -hmm. to Verstappen um Sergio passed him I believe on lap six and on lap 11 we had DeVries hit the wall Mm -hmm. um actually he he hit the wall 
And interestingly enough, from footage, you couldn't really tell. It looked like he had just braked early and there was yeah, nothing wrong. Yeah, in the beginning that it looked like he just didn't get that turn. Yeah. And so everybody was wondering, like, why isn't he moving? Why are we having, a you know, the safety car? Like, what's and going on? And that's when they had. And then they showed that he did, like, clip the wall and. Right. And the, and, t- and the wheel. In that split up. second, Red Bull had to make the decision. Mm-hmm. Do they pit Max quickly for, for tires or do they leave him out? And I think at that point he was, was he coming up on, Ser- or Sergio was coming up on him and they were just like, nope, we don't want to deal with this mm-hmm. right now. So we're going to pit Max. Yeah. And-, and they said that his tires were already going out and they didn't anticipate the safety car. And I think kind of like with everybody else, they were just wondering like, oh, <clears throat> you know, he can get the car out of there easily. Mm-hmm. But it took a while. Yeah, it did. So I think that was probably the the reason that Verstappen didn't end up mm-hmm. taking first in the race was that pit, that early pit stop. Yeah, but I feel like, I mean, because he was like he caught up pretty good to Perez but he just wasn't able to to get him like Perez just had the the better pace and um when they showed like the track Mm -hmm. and who like who had the advantage throughout the the track they were pretty even Mm -hmm. so I mean Max just wasn't able to do anything yeah Perez which you know from what we've we've seen this year everybody just kind of expected like oh he's gonna get him for sure um but no Perez held him back Mm -hmm. And what did you think about that radio in with Fernando Alonso giving <laughs> advice? I thought that was funny. Um, and then immediately after <laughs> Stroll literally like outbreaks himself and, and Lewis is able to pass him. But I don't know. I just think it's funny. Um, I feel like Fernando has like he knows Lance is not any anything he needs to worry about. Yeah. And he just wants like he wants to be part of a winning team you know he wants them to get points want them he wants them to do as like best as possible so I feel like that's where it's coming in that he wants to help Mm -hmm. Lance out because he knows that no matter what like Lance isn't a threat to him yeah so and also like he wants his team to beat Mercedes and he wants to beat Hamilton Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) and Hamilton was the one in, in the middle there so he's like probably like you know, let's get yeah, Lance let's get to, the show on the road. Yeah, let's get Hamilton back. Yeah, and that's probably what his thinking there, mm-hmm. of wanting to help him out. So, what did you think about uh, signs? He was really not yeah, not really doing much. Doing much. Yeah. It wasn't I, his race. Yeah, and I was a little surprised that uh, when Fernando passed him, right? So Fernando passed him and. Past that, I felt like, you know, Leclerc was kind of in a race all on his own. He was just there kind of in third, like Mm -hmm. Fernando wasn't really going to catch up. I mean, he was kind of close towards the end, but. But wasn't able to do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think it's a good sign for Ferrari Mm -hmm. that he was, I mean, it's third, right? They don't want to be third, but yeah, compared to where they were at just a couple of races ago, the fact that he was able to easily keep third and be ahead. Yeah, it's a good sign. And signs and Leclerc got third and fourth and Alonzo and Stroll got fourth and seventh. Mm-hmm. So I think that points wise in the driver in the um, in the team championship, it's it's good for for their team for Ferrari. Yeah, because yeah. I feel like they they've missed out on a few 
good points. Right, right. So what do you think this means for, oh, before we had actually gone into this week of racing this past week, we had talked about, is Kevin Magnuson on the chopping block? (laughs) Um, Because of some silly comments that Gunter had made that, that week. And it looks like Kevin finished ahead of Hulkenberg. So go Kevin. Yeah. I think he got (laughs) a little lucky with um, him starting in the lane, but... (laughs) He At did. Least on paper, he's like, look, I finished ahead. So, yes. So do we want to talk about the drama that happened on the last lap? Oh, yeah. That Let's do it. Crazy. I mean, the FIA needs to just get it together. <laughs> so Ocon, um, I guess they were waiting to see if they got a safety car, uh, see if something happened so that they could go into their to do their pit stop. Yeah. Um, cause they had stayed out on the hards the whole time. And so the last lap, um, comes and I guess Max, like all the top, uh, ones had already crossed the line to f- start their last lap and all the media, what they was, it was let out. They were all let out by the FIA, you know, whoever's in charge there of opening that up. They were all out Crazy. on the pit lane and here comes Ocon to take his, his pit stop. And they are just out there and they were getting ready also to block the pit lane so it's just i don't know that was insane yeah somebody needs to be fired yeah like somebody needs to be fired that is the fact that he was going like 30 40 miles an hour mm-hmm. into the pit yeah like with a, i mean a huge crowd of people there and if you look at the onboards there's like a few guys that were that didn't even notice till right at the end like he was really close yeah so and i think that on the onboard you can see you can kind of sense the the immediate like danger that mm-hmm. ocon was like oh my gosh like what are you know yeah, because I mean, what does he do? Like he could think, OK, maybe, you know, like swerve a little bit this way. But then somebody's on the other side. Like you don't know who's going to pop out from yeah. where, especially you already have all these people here. Where else is, you know, where else are the people? So, yeah, he's like, so the FIA summons the FIA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And after Crazy. after what happened in Australia with all the people out you on the track, you would think they would have it this, under control. Yeah. Like, get your shit together, (laughs) FIA. Yeah, they're just, they've been looking not very professional lately. (laughs) They're making me look not professional with how irritated I am. Yeah. (laughs) When I think that kind of woke everybody up, got everybody all. It'd wake me up. Yeah. (laughs) Seeing a Formula One car coming straight at me. Yeah. And then there was also some question about the Red Bull guys um, at the wall. Because now they're not allowed to go up on the fence. And they said that everything was fine because as long as they have their feet on the ground. But I don't know. To me, those guys looked like high. they were pretty high up there. Yeah. So hmm. and we need to see pictures of that. I need photo evidence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because those that they were like kind of layered, you know, like up on top of each mm-hmm. other. So I'm like, you can't tell me that all of those guys had their feet on the ground. Yeah. Well, I think overall the race was anticlimactic. I think that we had, you know, obviously we had, um, zero to little overtaking, Mm -hmm. um, 
you know, Red Bull ran away with this. I they mean, the flew, fact that yeah, whenever like, they did their overtakes, the it was like the gap was what fifteen tw- to mm-hmm. 20, twenty seconds. At, at some point, it was insane, insane. And it's like, how uh, how does that make it interesting? I guess the only way it makes it interesting is yeah, 21, 21 seconds. Yeah, twenty one seconds, guys. Come on, this is insane. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only thing that that we really have to look forward to. I feel like, and maybe this is grim, but <laughs> is a Sergio and Max yeah, race at to least, the end. At least it's looking like that. Um, I'm hoping so. Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> otherwise it's just going to be a boring year. Yeah. Especially if it's just Max that, you know, ran away with it. But at least we've got Prez hanging in there. Yeah. Giving him a little bit of a fight because yeah, otherwise I, I you know, it's just going to be another one of those years where. It's like back in the Mercedes era yeah. when nobody could keep up. Mm-hmm. And they were ahead by, a, a, I don't know how many seconds also, yeah. but a long time. I mean, they would cross the finish line and then it was like, okay, yes. where's, where's the next one? Yeah. Crazy. Absolutely yeah. crazy. So, well, that concludes the race. I, w- I did forget to ask you, did you watch the race, um, the, the grid walk? No, at I didn't. all. I didn't get to watch. I that. know, and I was thinking of that because we always talk about we our talk celebrities. About celebrities. Yeah. yeah, I didn't see any. I didn't mm-hmm. see any that. At but this I didn't. Race. I haven't even seen like pictures. Really, usually, no. like you'll see on their uh, like F one social media. Whatever celebrities. Yeah, I didn't see showed any. up. Yeah, I didn't so. see any. But you guys chime mm-hmm. in if you saw some celebrities there. Yeah, we'd be interested know. to know which <laughs> ones were there because I didn't see any. But. Mm-hmm. Anywho, yeah. and also some news on this track, Azerbaijan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they renewed their contract till 2026. So, oh, yeah. So we'll be seeing them on the calendar again. And I kind of want to go to this. Did you feel like the DRS zone being shortened mm-hmm. um, helped or made the race less interesting? Um, well, it depends like how you look at it, because Red Bull I mean, they didn't even need that DRS zone. That's right. how like fast they were. But the other guys, um, it looked like that it wasn't working as good for them. Like no, to, they couldn't yeah. even pass Ocon. And- but I don't know if it was because they were all so close to each other that mm. they just all had the mm-hmm. DRS. And so nothing could be done, mm. you know, versus like when we would just see one or two. But right. like, there was a couple of times that um, Lewis and... Um, was it Carlos, one of the Ferraris that he was, you know, going with the DRS and he couldn't really do anything either. So, right, right. Well, that's all we have for you for the (laughs) Azerbaijan great grand Grand Prix, excuse my language, Grand Prix. Um, and we will move on to news. Let's get Mm -hmm. a little bit of news. We've got a couple things, um, not a ton. But then we're going to talk about Miami, which I think will be fun. Yeah. So first up on the news. Yeah. So we talked about this last time about a Ferrari getting some Red Bull employees or mechanics. or yeah. We didn't know exactly who it was or, you know, what they were going to be doing. But they had um, two guys from Red Bull. And so now we have some possible names as to who it could be and what they do. Right. So uh, one of the guys is Enrico Balboa, and he's um, in the aerodynamics. He's head of aerodynamics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Pierre Wash, who is the technical director for Red Bull. Yeah. So I think those are that's a pretty big deal. There seems pretty big mm-hmm. to me. I'm like, just usher them on over yeah. to the Ferrari 
group so that they can uh, make some some adjustments. Some, yeah, they need it for sure. If we're going to get any other teams that yeah. are going to be. And this is what they Ferrari needs to do. Like they need to go out there and get people like the right people, people who have, you know, been with successful teams. So mm-hmm. if it's going to be, you know, somebody else that that's been with a team, like this is what they need to do. And yes, 100 mm-hmm. percent. And make real changes because I feel like it's, you know, they say they're going to make changes and they just change like a, a guy or two there and, and yeah. nothing else. Like they're not really making any changes like inside, like with the car development. Right. Well, speaking of Red Bull, we also have Adrian Newey who uh, has signed a new contract extension. Mm-hmm. And I think that was like that was spoken of. Christian Horner was quoted saying, yes, of course, we're going to oh, extend yeah, his contract. <laughs> like it's just a matter of time. So that kind of sealed the deal on that. And mm-hmm. he is there for at least another year. Yeah. I don't think I, that the details of the contract have been revealed I yet. I would like to know how much because. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Red Bull, like they can't get rid of him. If mm. another team snatched him up, like that would be amazing for that other team. Yeah. Um, and they pro- maybe they saw Ferrari was like, you know, in in there in Red Bull having like picking out some people. They were probably like, no, let's let's lock this up because if they yeah. take Newey, that'd be great for Ferrari. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> <laughs> So next up on our news, um, Lewis Hamilton has been quoted saying that he does intend to stay long-term with Mercedes. Last week we were talking about, well, is Charles Leclerc in talks with Mercedes? We don't know. And Lewis was quoted saying he, he would like to stay longer than, yeah. you know, and more multiple long-term. years. Yeah. Multiple long-term. years. He's like, no, nope, Charles, get out of my seat. Yeah. He's like, stay, stand back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Um, we'll see, I guess, as as the next year progresses, what happens mm-hmm. there. But his intention is to stay. And I, I can't see why they wouldn't want to keep him. Yeah. And, and it's hard to see him with another team. You know, like he I feel like he has such a great relationship with them and mm-hmm. confidence with them. So, like, I, you know, I think he believes that they will be yeah. back and he'll he wants that eighth championship. Right. How long? He's going to wait around for it. I don't know. But but as of now, I think he... As of now, Mercedes isn't looking like they're close. But (laughs) Um, So last up, I had some fun news. Um, Kimi Raikkonen, his son, Robin, has recently made news. He he got third place on his first go-kart race, racing against 11-year-olds. Guess how old Robin is? Five, eight. So he five is good. (laughs) No, eight. He is eight years old, people, and he is beating the eleven-year-olds. He's beaten up on the eleven-year-olds. I love, um, like he'll post videos of the kids, and like they're always out there doing outdoor activities, like Mm -hmm. on the dirt bikes and the go karts, and you know, obviously, like when the winter they're out doing their things on snow. So. Well, yeah, he that is that your F1 gonna... champion spirit animal based off of last yeah, yeah, week's <laughs> test. So I figured we would add that one in. Yeah. <laughs> so that's all we have for news today. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so next up we have, are you ready? Yeah. It's... I'm going to show you all my shirt. <laughs> it's Miami time. Let's it's talk a little bit about Miami. Miami. Look at my shirt. Look. Kevin. Oh, no, that's Gunter. Yeah. And Kevin. And Kevin with his Viking. With his Viking. <laughs> um, get up. No, I was so, so, so 
pumped to make it to Miami, but we unfortunately cannot. I am sporting the Miami shirt. Yeah, we, we got are... some Miami mood lighting. That your hot pink shirt with some teal, teal blue lights. Miami colors. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, let's let's talk a little bit about Miami. So Red Bull haven't figured out their livery, I guess mm-hmm. yet. We were wondering about no. that. No, not yet. They've posted a few that I guess were submitted, um, but not for the, the final reveal. ones that they they I guess voted on. I don't know yeah. how they p- chose it. I don't know. I haven't voted on anything I want to vote (laughs) give me a vote yeah but some of them were really cool looking obviously with those bright colors from Miami you know that Miami vibe um some were a little like a little too obvious like too Miami or like too tropical yeah but there was some good ones yeah no definitely yeah I think you and I were in agreement that we liked the more artistic like Mm -hmm. almost like painted one yeah um more it was a bit more abstract yeah because there's one that literally just says Miami on it yeah spots and <laughs> there's one with like palm trees they mm-hmm. all look great but I yeah, think they're personally all fun. yeah I think we we are in agreement yeah, so I can't wait to see the one they they pick yeah so this week's gonna be really fun and we figured we would give y'all some of our suggestions if you happen to be going to Miami for the race yeah we if have you never are been. let us know yeah tag us on some of your videos yes, tag and pictures us, please we want to see. Yes. And we thought, well, why not take this opportunity to kind of give you all some of our recommendations for Miami in general? Mm-hmm. Um, although we've never been to the race, you know, we have been to Miami separately and um, we have some some cool spots that we've hit up in the past. And I think it'd be neat to get Lynette's opinion on where she <laughs> likes. And then I'll tell you the spots that I like. Yeah. So, you know, also for anybody coming not from the U.S. and to experience like Miami and what Miami is really about. Um, So one of my suggestions, I think, is a must go to if you go, especially if you're from another country, because it's completely different than other areas of Miami. And like this is kind of like what Miami is a huge part of the culture of Miami is Little Havana and uh, Calle Ocho. So this is a street where they have just a bunch of like restaurants, Cuban restaurants. It's mostly Cuban, but um, now there's a lot of other like Caribbean, South American things, but most like it's all started out Cuban, obviously Little Havana. So they have shops, they have restaurants, um, like in the evening, they have um, like little bars, like you, where That's you can so go cool. dancing. Yeah. Um, they have the domino park. So you'll see like all the little old men playing their dominoes. They have all I these tables that. set up outside. And they're just like, it, like all you hear is like the click clack of the dominoes. They love and, dominoes. Yeah. And like they're just into it. Yes. Um, and then they have cigar shops all over. So like Cuban, I don't know if they're actual Cuban cigars because I don't know. So if, like, speaking we're of to Cuba <laughs> and like Cuban influence in Miami, I actually have been to Cuba before. I know it's crazy. Oh like I went as a, <laughs> not sure it was fully legal. <laughs> I know that's what I'm like. <laughs> no, we went. Um, oh my gosh, you have to tell supporting that. the Cuban um, people for it was actually for a friend's mm-hmm. um, a friend organized the trip, and we went and our the people who were um, we stayed at a house and the house was run by Cuban locals. They um, you know did all of the the food, the cooking. They did um, there were like little rooms and it's like a compound. They had like rooms, mm-hmm. several rooms we could stay in, but it was only like six or seven, so it was small. All of us got to stay in the same place. 
and they taught us dominoes while we were there. Yeah, it was so cool. So I was like, oh, I got to get a set of Cuban dominoes. So like every time I hear, I'm like, oh yeah, it's such a thing there. Yeah, it is. And when you go there, like you actually see them out and it's not like, oh, they're just there like for show or like it's the tourists playing dominoes. No, it's like them, the serious old little Cuban men playing they're into it. They're like zoned in. I love it. So yeah. And then they have, um, so like the Cuban cigar places, they have a lot of cigar bars. Um, and then there's one restaurant that I went to, it's called old Havana's Cuba bar. Mm -hmm. And it was cool. It caught my attention because they had like a row, like, like at the bar, you can sit at the bar and then they have tables, but they have like a whole row of the, um, mojitos. Ooh. Yeah. And so they just like line them up. They're preparing them. Um, which mojitos are like, a big thing also yeah. for Cuba um, and in Miami. And then the food like was really good. Yeah. <laughs> was, yeah. Which um, we were kind of surprised because like, oh, everything's like going to be touristy or. Mm. And so my husband's Cuban. Well, his family's Cuban. Um, and so he's like all picky and stuff, but he approved it. He liked it. That's good. <laughs> I liked it. Um, and then they have like a little band playing like, you know, salsa music mm-hmm. and. So yeah, so I think that's uh, that whole area. Go check it out. And during the day and then also like at night if you want to do the dancing and stuff. But I think it's it's fun. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll give you all the influencers. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I'm I'm like I had to go to all of the, you know, Instagrammable yeah. places. I've when only I went. been once to Miami and we had like Same. two days. Same. And so And I just picked all of like the most mm-hmm. basic basic yeah. B spot. And I, and I got the Cuban tours. So. Yeah, you got, yeah. So we <laughs> have a Cuban good, tour. we have a good mix and we'll definitely make reels for y'all mm-hmm. so that you can see on our Instagram, um, all of our little spots that we would suggest. So we stayed on ocean drive when we went and, um, more specifically stayed at the Betsy hotel. It is so cool. This hotel, um, they have jazz that plays in the lobby at night, jazz, uh, jazz, like a piano player. And just, it's just so cool. It's very <laughs> swanky, very fun. You, anyone can walk in from off the street. So just walk in, go check out, check out the music that's being played there. It's really cool. Um, I walked down the street, um, down ocean drive to the Versace mansion and I loved it. It was so cool. That's, it's very chic. You know, they've got, the uh the pool there that's out by the restaurant and it's it has 24 karat gold like mosaic tiles and they even have like a little speakeasy bar that you can go with your significant other and grab a drink um the, it was it was so much fun the versace mansion mm-hmm. and it plays into what's that there's like a documentary about versace like the versace gianni versace yeah. and the death and him um uh, I guess he died on his front steps of mm-hmm. that mansion. That, so you literally walk on history there whenever you walk up. It's fashion history, obviously. But yeah. yeah, he was shot and killed by his lover right there on the stairs. So very cool stuff. Um, and so we got to experience that. And then we also went to One Hotel Miami, which, or it's it's one, it's called One mm-hmm. Miami or something. It's the very popular kind of, Instagrammable Tulum style um, hotel. And believe it or not, last time we were there, Max Verstappen was staying there. 
<laughs> no joke. He was there with Kelly PK, his girlfriend, and he was also there with like one of his good family friends. My husband and I were sitting in the lobby having a drink and we saw him. Oh my God. No joke. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, it's Max. And my husband, you know, he's, he's a Max fan. Mm-hmm. And so he was like ready to just run and go grab him. But he kind of, uh, he was in an area where it was kind of hard to, to get to from where we were. So it would have been real awkward, like him jumping over couches to get to Max. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that is where they, that's where he stayed when he was there last time. I don't know if it was for the Miami race, but he was there after he had won the, the championship. What month was it when you guys It was met? January. January. Okay. Yeah. So it was okay. after the world championship he had won. Mm-hmm. He was staying there um, just for fun. Okay. Yeah. And so... Um, I've also been to Gitano, Miami. They have Gitano in Tulum. Um, it's a it's a restaurant concept that started in Tulum, I believe, and they're all um, interesting plates, interesting food there. And I will say um, the food was not amazing compared to the one in Tulum, but the upstairs has a bar and they do like fire breathing dancers and belly dancers. And we just like popped up there to see what was going on. And so if you want to find a cool spot to go to, I would suggest going there. Um, the last place, Sea Spice. So Sea Spice is a restaurant that my husband and I went to because we had seen that Max had been there a couple days prior. And um it's actually, it's really cool. It's right on the bay side. I believe it's like where all the boats kind of come in. And so you can see all of these yachts like kind of cruising on in just casually. Mm-hmm. And then they'll take their boats and dock them right there. And then they'll get off their boats to eat at Sea Spice. And Max ate at Sea Spice oh, and had fun. a big party there. And so, yeah, if you guys are there and you want to get like a race driving uh-huh. cameo or sighting, Sea Spice might, be, might be the spot. Yeah. <laughs> So um, anyway, that's all I have. Yeah. And I'm sure there's going to be a lot of events like tons. Yeah. Just I'm sure Google or um, like that. The drivers are going to be making appearances at Mm -hmm. and, you know, who knows where they're going to be. Yeah. But if you see not out and about too much so that they can focus on their driving. I'm like, go to bed, guys. Mom Lynette says, mm. get your sleep, boys. I know. <laughs> it's time to race. Mm. Um, and yes, I agree. Definitely. Hope, hopefully, y'all get some sightings and you tag us because yes. we would love to see if you see yeah. any drivers while you're there. I know. We were talking about earlier. I was like, I bet they're already either there or on their way there because they yeah. have a busy week. Girl, that time change is going to kick them in the butt mm-hmm. because <laughs> coming from like Europe to the to where we are in the West, it's like, it ain't no joke yeah. with that time change. So um, anyway, we will reconvene next week after the yes. Miami race. We will be audio only, just FYI. Mm-hmm. Um, I will be out of town in Florida, but not at the race. <laughs> and um, thank you so much for listening. That's thank all we you. have for yeah, you this week. I hope you enjoyed this episode. It was a little all over the place like the weekend was was. yes (laughs) but it's okay we're following the trend it's not our fault (laughs) all right so we'll see you guys next time after miami bye bye